Welcome to the Refresh Her podcast. My name is Denise Cunningham, and on this podcast targeted for women, I long to encourage you in your heart, your home, and your life. Let's open the scriptures and be refreshed by the truth from God's Word. We've been doing some lessons and some looking into the book of Ruth in scripture and seeing some practical lessons that we can learn from this precious story. You know, summertime is usually a time when a lot of us would hit the interstate and make some trips and travel to go on vacation or to see some sites or maybe attend a conference or something like that. But unfortunately, we usually find that that's also the time when the construction crews are out on the highways and the interstates and they're creating new roads, they're adding bridges, or maybe they're just repairing some of the damage that was caused during the winter months. And it's usually kind of disappointing to look up and see those orange signs on the interstate because we know that it's going to hinder our progress forward. But we know that they're taking advantage of the good weather so that they can do their work. And while they're working on it is hindering our progress, we know that the end result is going to be a good thing for the most part, right? We look into the book of Ruth and we kind of see the same sort of scenario. We see that Elimelech has taken his family from Bethlehem, Judah, and he goes to a pagan country, Moab, And it seems that he's gone there on his own accord. We never see God telling him to take his family there. And so we're calling it kind of a detour. He's taking himself off of the path that God has for his family. And he's going to Moab. And he leaves Bethlehem because there is a famine. There's a trial going on, a hard thing that his family was having to experience. So when he leaves, he gets off of God's path. But when you and I look in on this story in the book of Ruth, we can see that though he left the path that God had for him, God was still at work in his family, in his life, and in his family's life. So we see that when he, even though he took this detour, God was still at work. Sometimes we foolishly think that when we get off of God's path for us because we don't like something that he's doing in our life. And so we jump off and we take a detour of our own. We want to get ourselves out of the difficulty, out of the trial. We may remove ourselves from a marriage because things are hard. We may remove ourselves from a church where it's difficult. We may remove ourselves from a a relationship in a family or a friend's uh, life. And we get off that path. We can run away, but we cannot run away from God. And God is still there when we get to where we're headed. He is still there, and he is still going to do the work in our life. And like the construction that's going on in the road is going to end up with a good result, God is doing something in our lives to be able to turn our difficulty into something that is going to be a blessing in our lives. And as we progress through the story in the book of Ruth, we find that Elimelech has died, and then that both of his sons, Malon and Chilion, have also died. 
And so now his wife, Naomi, is left with her two daughters-in-law. And as we look at the story, we get a little peek into the work that God is doing in Naomi's heart. And it's a blessing to be able to see this. I think, first of all, we see that his work in her heart in that she has a desire to go back to Bethlehem, Judah. She has a desire to return. It says in chapter 1 that she arose with her daughters-in-law that she might return from the country of Moab. For she heard in the country of Moab how that the Lord had visited his people in giving them bread. Wherefore she went forth out of the place where she was and her two daughters-in-law with her. They went on the way to return unto the land of Judah. So we are reminded that when God answers the prayer, the need to supply food in Bethlehem, Judah, she wasn't there to see it, but she heard about it. And now she has a desire to return home. But this is an evidence that God is at work in her life because let's face it, for her to return back to Bethlehem, Judah could be really a humbling experience. There were some embarrassing circumstances that had happened to her while she was gone. They had left abruptly, it seems. Both of her sons have died. Her husband has passed away while she is in Moab. And now, you know, she's coming back to Bethlehem, a very poor woman. She has nothing, but she does want to go home. And it's a humbling in her heart to say, I will return back home. When you and I take a detour and God begins to change that situation that we didn't like, if we take a detour off that path, we will miss seeing what he wants to do. That's one reason why we just need to stay the path and let him do the work in our lives. But, you know, when we do get off his path and we do wander away from him, we need to be like Naomi and listen to that tugging of the Spirit of God in our heart. Do you keep a tender heart towards God? Every time that you feel the Spirit of God pricking you and Uh, convicting you? Are you listening? Are you responding? In Ruth chapter 1 verses 20 and 21, Ruth says to the people when she gets back to Bethlehem, she said, call me not Naomi, call me Mara, for the Almighty hath dealt very bitterly with me. I went out full and the Lord hath brought me home again empty. And even though she had that testimony, She came back home. I believe this shows that she has a tender heart towards God. Psalm 51 verse 17 reminds us that the sacrifices of God are a broken spirit. And he says that a broken and a contrite heart, O God, thou will not despise. We need to have a tender heart and a willingness to return to the Lord even when it requires a humility. God always will make a way for us to come back to him. It wasn't very long ago that one day I went to put some clothes in my dryer and turned the button and nothing happened. And upon inspection, we found that the dryer basically had just died. So what do you do? You go to Lowe's. (laughs) We went to Lowe's 
shopping for a dryer. And you know what? When we got there, I think I found out exactly why the Lord allowed the dryer to die. Because we had a young man who was our um, guide through the, all the different appliances and helping us see which was the best one. And this salesman, was he really knew what he was talking about. And as we were making our purchase, my husband, as he is very inclined to do, he began talking to this young man about his soul. And he inquired whether or not he knew Christ as his Savior. And the expression on this young man's face changed from just doing his duty and his work at Lowe's to almost shock. Because he looked up at my husband and he said, I actually do know Christ as my Savior. I got saved as a young man, but I have wandered away from God, and I have made a mess of my life. But lately, I've been thinking a lot about God, and I've wondered how I could come back to Him. And now you're standing here talking to me about the Lord and how I can return? Wow, what a reminder that God will always make a way for us to return when we are really seeking him. It reminds me that when you and I are riding in the car and we strap our seatbelt on, we don't normally like the pressure of a seatbelt. Some people even pull that seatbelt away from them and drive with it out extended away from them because they don't like that pressure. But that pressure is reminding me of the the things that God brings into our life that makes us realize that we need him so very much. And this young man at Lowe's, he was experiencing something in his life that was like a pressure against him. And how I thank the Lord that he had the tenderness to even respond when my husband began to talk to him about spiritual matters. When we've wandered away, we need to have a tender heart that would be willing to say, I've wandered, but Lord, I am coming home. James chapter 1 says, Let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. When that pressure is pushing up against us, we need to realize that it's wanting to do a maturing work in our life to draw us back to God. How thankful I am that 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. This is a verse for believers, people that know Christ. Call your sin what God calls it and just come back to him, even as we see Naomi doing. But I also see, not only did she have this desire to return, but I also see that she has a deep sympathy for her daughters-in-law. When they come to and they say they're going to go back with her she says go and return to your mother's house and the lord deal kindly with you as you have dealt with the dead and with me she's referring to their kindness to her sons and the lord grant you that you can find rest in the house of her husband and she kissed them and they lifted up their voices and wept you see she knew what they were feeling they were widows now and she had been a widow 2 Corinthians chapter 1 reminds us that we can comfort other people with the comfort that we have received from God. Our troubles will give us the vocabulary to be able to help other people who are going through the same thing that we have experienced. 
And, you know, sometimes we may think that our failures or our circumstances make us unable to minister to other people. You might look at Naomi and think she was a failure, but she's using her circumstances to be able to minister to her daughters-in-law. And the scripture tells us that the very weight that we are feeling around our necks can become a launching pad for ministry to other people. Where other people would see failure and struggle, God sees this as qualifications that he can use in a great way. And I love how we see Naomi ministering to her daughters-in-law with her sympathy towards them. Naomi could encourage them because she knew what it was like to suffer as a widow. And she also had that tender heart to return back home. So can I just ask you, what struggles have you repented of? What struggles do you need to repent of and come back home to the Lord? And then what comfort have you received from God in a trial that you have experienced? What testimony do you have of God working in your life that you can share with others and be just a blessing and an encouragement to them? Oh, I think this story here of Naomi coming back home is a good encouragement for us that God will make a way for us to return when we have a heart to come back to him and that he still wants to use us. I hope you'll join us the next time as we continue some more lessons from the book of Ruth. If you have any questions or comments or ways that I can pray for you, I invite you to go to my blog at refreshher.com and look at the contact page and send me an email. I'd love to hear from you. Be sure to check out the show notes for links that are relatable to the episode that you just heard. Why not share this episode with someone else that you know who needs to be refreshed?